0: which is also a response that one acquires as a body, mind, and heart that is one within you with that ownership. As we were closing out part two of what is it to be to you, to be to you, the 5d self-empowered and way. we were integrating that aspect of ego self with opinions and knowledge and i mentioned to you the flat earthers as an example and i try to ask those who regularly tune in and any new listener especially even if you don't you know come back because obviously that 4d channel is much more what the average is still inclined to be in because there's very strong feelings connected behind all of those aspects that are part of being a person our nationality our heritage so ego is important because it's all the things that matter to us and i also had given you a bit of that insight on the soul level right the hand and soul tribe okay so anybody who is new and hasn't tuned into part two i'm trying to make it so that people don't have to and so i'll reiterate certain concepts and i'm somebody who brings together the spiritual and human elements human elements involve our psychology sociology existentialism every one of us has an ego self every one of us has a nervous system and every person's nervous system doesn't like the lack of predictability from the minute we're born and our ventral vagal state is something we can learn to be in but that's only if you're in a constant state of compassion towards yourself and the external which is what being a 5d and beyond type of human being is because five dimension state of consciousness it's unconditional love and light it's light because a person's able to be in a constant vibration of enlightenment that map of consciousness from the first force versus power book of dr david hawkins where he uses kinesiology i still have to read it but he uses kinesiology to map out our map of consciousness and when we are for example in shame we vibe that that would be a 25 and from the psychoeducation thanks to Dr. Basil van der Kolk, his book the body keeps the score book then there's the polyvagal theory doctor Dr. Porges who talks about how the nervous system is built from the bottom up and so our behavior is not learned before that learning idea which is an old way of only practitioners who have not updated their information bank and or choose to say i don't believe in the attachment theory i don't believe in the polyvagal theory approach i don't believe in fact they're not they're believers not seekers so they are looking to concretize their own assumptions this is when you'll figure out if you're a 5d person very easily when you're reading something like i've read psychology books that i can tell immediately they're in their ego same thing goes with sociologists same thing goes with a bunch of other pieces of information and as i was closing in yesterday i told you with a bachelor's in political science and a master's in international relations and diplomacy i can tell you that awakening to this heartbreaking and really you know I get not heartbroken when it comes to quote unquote leadership. If there's one thing with the awakening to the truth of these uh, societal, cultural norms that people throw have thrown more than once, people who are people I love and who I consider quite, let's just put it this way, I respect them still because of understanding ego self. But if I were to spell out to them, to some of them, the thoughts that I hold for their intellect, due to the fact that they're people who flaunt their intellect, okay? So they're in a thinking that they know all. And this is the part where I would actually spell out to them why they clearly do not know all. Because if they did, Then, you know, X, Y, Z, B, D, E, F, G, I could, but again, that is something that a person who's life sensitive is not engaging in, it becomes something, you know it's sad and actually a waste. It's the the third proverb teaching or the third teaching from the bird, the story Sadhguru tells of the little bird and the man, the hunter third one is you don't waste your energy or wisdom and, and he uses the word waste on people who don't listen the thing is a person who wants to leave the earth better than before isn't going to use that time once you gain a level of insight with compassion and so completely and beyond just equanimity which is only a taste of the true you guys all of you tuning in the true you every one of us is an ocean is the same ocean but is an island and we truly are here to truly i use that word so many times already when you get to this visibility you know that it's our enjoyment to help each other remember to unconditionally love flaws and imperfections to create a different relationship with the personality to be yourself as an adult an actual adult and you don't talk about magic in this way of what the 4d community i mean i love having my 4d peeps because i can tell them about a dream i can tell them about things that i know are actual things and not get looked at like some weirdo one or get asked a bunch of questions and then you know it turns out that it's questions that are asked so that they may go ahead and gossip with other people or make statements or judgments or even just find myself being attacked because of this and not being defended if you will by the people who are the friends the soul tribe and that's where this is uh something kurt mentions which the day he mentioned this I was like oh that's so true i forgot you know i forgot i shouldn't say that because it's not something that you actually remember um there's a moment where kurt's talking about so a soul will never be able to prove itself to itself and that's natural it's like god it's anything that's in the energetic spectrum you're not going to be able to prove it i mean you can with quantum physics but the scientists are always building data and they're always seeking things in a way of not not everybody because this is where there's the 5d self-empowered enlightened person i see who they are who are in the scientific community the more they continue to be open-minded and they continue to seek, the more you'll know they're there. There's always a hint if they're not there. And, and a perfect example, you know, people talk about the flat earthers because they stand out. There's a lot of different we groups. The person who can pinpoint where the individual has stopped seeking is the person who's in a constant openness with all pieces of information. So here, Sadhguru points out, when we tap into our clairs, he doesn't use the word clairs, but I'm going to use that for the spirituality community who's in ascension. So when we tap into being more intuitive, we'll put it that way too, somebody who thinks they know it all, which is what I was talking about before. Because they have a great memory and everything, they could could give you a map and just show you why their idea is correct so they have their logic straight following it and you're able to follow it alongside with them which is why you're not going to waste your time because not only are they already needing to express this truth in order to gain the approval of the outside world because the minute you need to put that mantle on and flaunt it is the minute you don't have an actual quote-unquote mantle the people who have mantles don't need mantles They don't label heroes and villains. That's the whole point. It's like Sadhguru says, they're an open doorway. Everyone who's a seeker is just an open doorway who's ready to be in the next conversation and be enlightened by the exchange. There's an appreciation for the islands. This is why you don't create judgments or opinions. And unkind behavior is not unkind behavior. Ignorant behavior isn't ignorant behavior the person who sees beyond is dealing with another life with respect and listening with open ears and open heart and saying i'm getting to know you they're not even saying they're actually getting to know you this can be a stranger this can be a friend this can be anything the person in this type of body is always in a ventral vagal state now if you're not there the inner growth mindset gets you to begin to have a level of visibility of this but the visibility only achieves the average which is anyone who has a side they pick and or 10 and or 20 and can think that they know it all and that any and, and really it's you being into in a discussion without realizing that when you get passionate or agitated you're starting to defend your position and believe me when i say i'm learning more and more of this as i get to talk to you guys about being in compassion and equanimity With all the information, thanks to the psychoeducation, I actually have a way to break down to you the inner growth mindset that before would have only been, you know, you learning the keys to inner growth following your heart. And thanks to spirituality, I can allow you to relate to your heart as your consciousness, this oneness consciousness. And to give you the interpretation of that disconnect that a said guru spells out. And say, okay, now here's what it looks like in your day-to-day. Let's take the flat earthers. It's actually you thinking that they're stupid, thinking that it's wrong, thinking that they represent a threat, but not only thinking, actually feeling, because thought and feelings are one and in the same. They're of the masculine energy. They're of your your wanting to know why brain as people will think of masculine feminine as left and right side brain which is accurate according to the technical description but when you look at it from solely an energetic perspective and let's say jesus jesus came to share with us how it meant to be a whole person when you remember what i read to you from the alchemist's description of jesus and everything but even if we just look at him and his representation of being a person who says turn the other cheek forgive them for they do not know his words are not in a way of servitude but that is how the church and any religious institution has translated their but see here's where this is according to again people who have an idea as a person who knows socioeconomical background having studied again topics that involved all of what is social sciences i see why the religions fit within that socio-economical cultural time. The people who judge it in a way of with intent are ones who are looking at it from now with what's not working and these ideas of duality with conspiracy, evil, power and not power, that's 4D. All of that, that's why people stay and justify the charge states because they're in this power play game, which is not a game, by the way, it's an actual way of living. So again, if you think in any way with feelings that get charged, I'm trying to say to you, that's the ego self. That's your masculine energy starting to come to the forefront, which is connected to your heritage, your societal growing up, man. So the minute you recognize this is the minute you're going to have an actual honest conversation. Here's the caveat. The person who's always been 5d holds compassion and actual unconditional love and i say actual because they're those who will be in charge states and think that they are in unconditional love they are not the minute that um they're able to think of people from their hearts as really not needing to be here or slowing down now Let me break this down with the full, you know, whenever I'm in the presence of individuals who hold charged states, and that's from the smallest to the biggest, if I think of where we could be, I can get just as passionate and upset as the next person because I actually see the repeat patterns of One, the person hurt people, hurt people on a one-on-one scale. The group scale, like people who are hanging out with each other and repeating patterns. The family scale. The so again, from micro to macro, any step of the way, I can pinpoint to you where the body of these individuals is in a charged state, so they're not in a ventral vagal state, which is why they're not in a 5D state of consciousness. And then I could spell out to you where their inconsistencies lie from thinking they are a seeker which is where they're wearing that mantle to actually they're needing to realize they're being a believer in this moment which is why they're getting all charged up because they're not seeking now they're trying to say no but my assumption is a true one and here's why and then they'll go ahead and start trying to prove that so the minute you can tell on your own is if you get agitated when i get passionate i'm defending the individual's ability to be their own self the loving themselves unconditionally with flaws and imperfections as well as humanity this is my personal common theme and pattern which is why i'm able to spell it out to you guys and it's beautiful because we do each have a journey ahead of us And you can identify, but it's nice to not label it your soul's path or your success path and just to know it's you. And these are the people that I'm talking to because empowerment of the self in this way is not you thinking i want to wear that mantle as a sad guru or i want to wear that mantle of the ceo of that company or i want to wear the mantle of the president of this country or that country or i want to wear the mantle of this cause or that cause i want to wear a mantle is the part people identify to be with everything except for one pure pure thought and or acknowledgement we are all an essence of life the consciousness that people talk about on an energetic spectrum is a consciousness of life and here i didn't say with you yesterday but today i'm going to share a little bit more because there's the ones who are regularly listening and you will be able to connect the dots in a way that helps you you remember when we read the alchemist And she talks to us about the oversoul. And she talks to us about and explains to us what happens, right? So the oversoul splits up into smaller soul pieces, to fragments of itself. So you can look at it, again, as the entire planet or the entire cosmos. But let's keep it in your personal one-on-one, okay? And then from the psychological perspective, I'll break that down in a minute in another way. The oversoul. It separates into these smaller pieces and it decides its own by the book what it wants to go through to be able and come back to itself so your heart your journey your life holds you and everything you do is not by mistake everything that takes place is trying to get you to come to the essence of life that you are and this is where, when you're faced with first the, the parents, the household, and then you begin engaging with children. So our default network, if you remember the psychoeducation, one, our nervous system, every one of us, it doesn't like the lack of predictability. The first response when the ego self feels threatened is to start engagement. By six months, we have our first night terror, and that's when we recognize not being one with our parent or parents and that's the minute that your body knows it must attach to something this is attachment theory okay so if you look at secure attachment those are people who are tended to by their caregivers in the best way possible so you don't get stuck in a shame cycle blame cycle guilt cycle now here's the thing only you can know this the way you're going to know this is that whatever you judge so when people tell me about the flat earthers or they think they're intellectually advanced because they're connecting the dots with all the regurgitation of all the material they've read all those they're a, they're a doctor they're the, those those types okay of identifying which is a good majority of people because it doesn't matter if they choose the spiritual science or the science science whatever charge they i have met them all and in fact they all think the spiritual ones are the worst because at least the science one they stay grounded with saying well you know i have a right to tease the flat earthers or say they're unrealistic because i have they have tangible proof is what i'm trying to get at but still when you go and take a look at all of those they actually believe in conspiracy theories just as much as the next person or they start regurgitating what they're learning in order to manifest what they want to manifest that's the minute you know you're no longer a seeker by the way is when you start to for your own life i use the same piece of information as i find them one because they're fresh in my mind and so i'm able to share that with you okay and connect the dots but two you'll always hear me trying to get you to remember how to gain awareness of your own mind and heart it doesn't mean that you're gonna hear what i'm saying right now because this is where I do get reflection. My lovely family loves to tell me a lot of times how I'm I'm pointing certain things out and they interpret it a certain way. So it's natural for us to come at conversations from our own ego self. The difference is the person who's aware of this with neutrality is always participating. So if somebody points that out to you, you're not like, oh my God, I'm offended. You get there. This is after the advanced place of the inner growth program or after you gain neutrality with the family, with the friends. So again, our oversoul splits up into different pieces so that it may learn to love unconditionally every part of you, which is why your soul tribe, as those fingers get cut off, most people find themselves without fingers in the sense of with the hurt versus instead realizing nothing's getting cut off, emotionally speaking, right? Right? and this is why even if it's physically cut off the doctors say the body doesn't recognize that it's no longer there it still feels that the leg is there for those for example when they talk about a person's leg getting having to get amputated and them having a a, a fake leg which hey I'm happy that these individuals are getting advanced technology to be able and walk again and, and experience life again this is so amazing the people who are not wanting technological advances because they feel it as fake, there's a comparison that they keep making from now and yesterday. And that this is something that is not a part of the raw material, right? That we are the flesh and that it is made of metal. And so metal is not... It's always going to be perspective to be is in fact if we wanted to get the let me go find it shakespeare to be or not to be is the question let's see what he and many um psychologists like eric Fromm, has to has the to be part they have a way to express this so to be or not to be it is the opening phrase of a soliloquy given by prince hamlet in the so-called nunnery scene of william shakespeare's play Hamlet act three scene one in the speech hamlet contemplates death and suicide bemoaning the pain and unfairness of life but acknowledging that the alternative might be worse let me see if i can actually read this Do we have we have one but i'm not really sure i think i want to read to you a simple one okay to be or not to be that is the question whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against the sea of troubles and by opposing end them to die to sleep no more and by sleep to say we end the heartache and the thousand natural shocks that flesh is here to. <laughs> okay i'm gonna finish reading it but i'm already i i did advanced english by the way but i remember you need time to do that whole like let's translate this now anyways that flesh is hair too period tis a consummation devoutly to be wished to die to sleep to sleep perchance to dream a there's the rub for in that sleep of death what dreams may come when we have suffered off this mortal coil must give us pause I did not read this correctly. There are ways that you read poetry, and uh, I'm not going to <laughs> keep on moving forward with that one. Let's find the translator. So again, questioning the value of life and asking himself whether it is worthwhile hanging in there. And the analysis, this is uh, on no shakespeare.com so, he is extremely depressed at this point and fed up with everything in the world around him and he is contemplating putting an end to himself. Let's, we'll look at this interpretation so that we can see what he ends up saying. Uh, what else? Okay, yes, accept all. We always need to accept. So, the acts. I wanted to see if there's an ending that they give us or not so the reflection that the in-depth version the first six words of the soliloquy establish a balance there is a direct opposition to be or not to be hamlet is thinking about life and death and pondering state of being versus a state of not being being alive and being dead the balance continues uh, with a consideration of the way one deals with life and death life is a lack of power The living are at the mercy of the blows of outrageous fortune. The only action one can take against the things he lists among those blows is to end one's life. That's the only way of opposing them. The sleep of death is therefore empowering. Killing oneself is a way of taking action, taking up arms, opposing and defeating the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. Which, by the way, right here is where all the illusion starts. And, you know, here's that aspect of control that I've been learning with the psychoeducators, where they talk about blame, guilt and shame. And the person, one of the examples they give is of a person being sexually abused, so raped, and they blame themselves for this and that the way of saying it's my fault is really the brain's way of trying to ensure the person feels empowered same thing goes with taking life or death the same thing goes with anything let's say a person feels they have no control they're vulnerable and the only way to have control is by choosing silence and that means like actual being quiet not engaging okay and withdrawing that person may or may not be aware of this that they choose silence as their weapon against another and so to not communicate at all with a person and or people about situations right the only person who can become aware is if the person pays attention to their own feelings does this bring does this control bring you isness meaning happiness or does it bring you sadness and upset does it create other situations that then don't work out. So, safety behaviors when a person's looking at them in a way of knowing. So, to be freely, when you're in a 5D self empowered, enlightened state, guys, which is what I always aim and will keep repeating to lead you to once you get to that ability to choose neutrality where your heartstrings pull, to, so to stop thinking like that a flat earthers group can represent any threat. The real ones are these leaders that we need to, they need to stop being in the ego, but as long as the majority of humanity is still in charge states, they're representation of the people. That's what politicians have always been, and that's what they continue to be, as well as any type of leadership. Which is why I'm so appreciative that we have a Sadhguru and others who are non-dualistic and uh, essentially are non-duality so like even an Eckhart Tolle or Greg Braden or a Dr. Joe Dispenza all the people who are talking about expanding our consciousness in one way or another they're leading people to be able and stop engaging in the limbic system now even if people wear a mantle they're still learning how they can calm themselves and to work with the nervous system which is what can lead to more open-ended conversations and people realizing if you choose silence obviously you feel vulnerable choose to get angry obviously you feel vulnerable so at least with themselves the nice thing is to be able to extend that so with what i share i'm always knowing that i'm giving people here's the way to keep yourself in check don't be an arrogant ass anytime you get anything when i get passionate i'm not being arrogant but i'm always working more and more to dial it down because there's no need for that to be there i'm just as passionate as i was yesterday but i can say it calmly if i'm having an informal conversation like with people that want to hear my opinion or i'm with people that i'm going to share my opinion with and in fact that happens all the time with my intimate circle you guys hear the stories you hear the passion but i'm here sharing with you the way that you work if you want with your own mindset so i'm happy you get to know my passions but it's in a day-to-day setting if we're talking at a table that i'll say okay now let's let our personalities be a part of it but if i'm talking to you about conversations that's why i present it to you and every time i get passionate now i say see hear the tone hear the hear and pay attention pay attention to how my thought process is moving along for those who regularly tune in you know this at this point you can tell when i'm going in my own here's what's pulling right now my strings and then i can share it with you too the part of what i read with this uh which i'll finish reading it because i think it's interesting but remember that control is not you being in your free oneness consciousness it is still you feeling the life is a lack of power it is still your nervous system with the lack of predictability and so this means you'll say no but i did this because x y and z versus no i did this because i was triggered i was hurt i was afraid i was sad i was whatever it is and being able to speak it out so see in situations where i did have these things take place you guys know the stories i shared i shared the depth of that vulnerability in the very way it came with the ego with the uh, thoughts with all of it because of course here's that soul tribe this has happened and always only happens with my soul tribe and what i'm spelling out right now has only happened once in my lifetime to this extent and in in a constant accumulation of time that i'm not going to pinpoint to you guys on purpose but that is definitely the one time and the only time. And thanks to my ability to be in a state of acceptance of the primary emotion, which is sadness, which is grief, in neutrality, guys, in neutrality, with compassion and love, the, how can I put it, the experiences all actually led me to being able to pinpoint something very specific and very beautiful sadness remains as what it was when it first began taking place in these different types of vulnerable and very much uh you would say like you know spelling it out that heart on the sleeve kind of thing doesn't matter what the other end i'm not presenting that on purpose but let's just say that it definitely was not open and vulnerable to the same degree quite the opposite but The most important part is your awareness of your emotions because that's the only way you're going to spell them out. Most people, they don't do this with their loved ones to the extent of spelling out all of their feelings because they actually have the societal engagement. So you begin starting to judge what the other is doing And you start saying, wait, that this is like gaslighting, manipulating, cheating, lying. Oh, this is an asshole. They they start labeling the other person. Instead of allowing them to speak their grief, but you need to be empowered. If you are in a lack of power, which is what most people are in, because if you're engaging with those relationships out of the needs, psychological emotional physiological financial societal so co-existing partnerships romantic people that are together or that are trying or maybe that are not trying because there are those who are not trying you're just some random person that they randomly wanted you know and not even your pattern your pattern of behavior and uh, that's where we're gonna leave that because it can happen to many and happens to even adults It's actually I don't laugh because it's funny. Um, It's not not funny, but what's interesting is the cliche sentence of these people. I opened my heart and then they did this. They're teenagers or adults who don't realize that vulnerability, as Sadhguru points out, means being able to speak or he says trust is not about what you do it's actually about being vulnerable love is not about getting anything from a person it's about losing yourself in it the needs is what creates and here's where ramdas the ego the self and where to be to most people does not involve a free soul it is the life is a lack of power and when i'm hurt feelings i'm hurt feelings because your nervous system is already reacting with society engagement looking for your regroup for that hug from that parent From the society, I'm okay to be me. So there's not even tapping into anywhere near the fact that there's not a level of ventral vagal state, which is the compassion, which is the unconditional love for yourself, for you to be you with your flaws and imperfections, not as a rude asshole who's being a teenager as an adult. Anytime, so I'm gonna unapologetically be me. No, no, you don't unapologetically be anything if you're an adult if you're an adult with the ventral bagel state you actually know sometimes you're going to fuck up and you're going to apologize because that's what we can do and then friendships stay friendships because we talk about things nobody says no i don't accept your apology i'm not going to work it out with you because that's but that's an indication of a person that doesn't want to work things out because of their own reasons an empowered person doesn't judge that because it's not a person rejecting you in the very sense. It's a person that has found out who you are, you, them, and they don't like who you are. So they don't want to work it out because they don't like how you behave. You're not offended if you're okay with being you guys. I'm okay with being an unconditionally loving weirdo for the people who think of it as a weird thing because they're not free souls and I'm not a caged up soul. It's not about the words people use. I've been told by my closest friends that I'm cold and very schematic. This is exactly the opposite of what my heart feels, but it's okay because I get it. (laughs) Like my mother says, when I say one plus one equals two, a person's nervous system, if they're unkind, means they're unsafe. They're thinking of it from a whole different perspective and I'm thinking but he, I'm not the doctor who's spelling it out you know like I've had people they've said you, you use science Maria and I say yes I'm trying to get people to figure out a, a bunch of things I'm not telling them how to lead their life or that I know all the answers because these people when they're laying out their data points they're not laying it out because they're presenting information they're laying it out to me to tell me why they're right they're not even half aware that their ego is still trying to prove itself to some invisible because that's the part it's an invisible parent that is life i'm sorry i know right now i'm like gosh why is it so challenging for anyone to not see these these very 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 fixed figures and let me finish presenting with empathy because i do need to remain empathic and beyond due to the fact that an individual will be part of a we group that is a majority every person thinks they're special in the sense that they and their group is fighting for something and nobody else is fighting and you know how many times somebody's told me how they are unique and different and again this is with all respect we are all we are all amazingly different people if only if only there would be one thing that people stopped doing being in a threat or life threat from their nervous system when they're in conversation i swear if only that would happen but because these pieces of information of mental health people only look for them if they're really that in need of help or somebody sent them and even then they will only go for symptom relief and even then they won't take actions to actually achieve their wellness I can't wait to take the Sadhguru course, but don't think that I don't consistently see the community and the way he speaks and the way people are. Even when I saw this person who is a part of the Sadhguru and they're in Naples, I'm not inclined to be interested to meet up with this person and a lot of other people that are in the holistic i already have my group of 4d people and i'm sharing this this is a side note i am not interested because those are very limiting conversation i need to actually pretend to be okay with people wearing these mantles claiming to be better than other human beings because they tapped into a little bit of channeling here and there and actually with their egos think they are better than another poor human being who and not poor because they're poor they're both equally poor, and in, in the sense of they don't actually see that they're both still in hurt. Anyone who judges a narcissist that is an evil is medieval because you actually didn't hear a word I said when I spelled out to you the polyvagal theory doctor spelling out to his colleagues if somebody is unkind to you one you're already being empathetic Two, remember to be the adult since you are the site obviously they're doing it as a profession i'm building a community that wants to inspire your higher human potential and others but either way i'm not going to give you half of it you want to inspire your higher potential well guess what stop having a side and start recognizing we all have sides i have sides too it's called letting people be who they are and then know that if they have not committed some heinous crime and they're speaking their opinion they can be the dumbest piece of asshole shit anything they're speaking they represent no threat to you whatsoever when it comes to behavior well everybody should take anger management everybody should take an empathy class everybody should learn to stop being ego sensitive it's so tiresome to walk around eggshells all the time this is why i love the james pt guy And this is why I love anybody who's going to speak up and say, dude, you know what? You're going to be sensitive. Go away. Go away and go listen to the people who are going to be sensitive with you. It's not because we don't see the fucked up shit that happens in the world. We see it. And this is where passion right here, personality all over. I sit with the grown-ups who can sit down and say curse words and even get passionate. And you know what? Hug it out after. Hug it out. I've had the worst fights with people. And when they are able to be themselves fully, there's never been a cutting off of anything. The ones who have done so, their fully is not full. It's according to a list of moral codes, and that's that. This is theirs. You respect that. I get it. It's like the people who crap on the flat earthers. I personally find it unnecessary. I've had discussions with my younger sister and her friends because they're all intellectual people who think that because the books say it's true these people should not be or have a right to exist this is not true and furthermore it is actually people just behaving the same way towards each other close-minded thinking that one knows the truth yes we all get it you got the book that proves it can we move on with our lives now and pay attention to more important matters it kind of reminds me of when people are flaunting their degree left and right. <laughs> and it's like, okay. And, and I laugh again because as an online entrepreneur and marketer, there is a specific way that you do learn about branding. And this is the thing about people who are actually there to empower. They give two cents, two Fs about branding in the way that is schematic because they're looking to actually empower people with information not use their pain points to grow a community of little sheep that follow you around anytime somebody's like um we're special let's build our own little army dude no we're all an army and really how about we all do peace and love let's hug it let's hug it out because unless we're at war which doesn't happen anymore like it used to it only happens because we got these other people up there but i should take a step back again because guess what we don't have only them we have their little we group followers who are still part of the medieval tribe who are still part of the 4d tribe and who are so much in that because it's a very very specific vibration and it is in duality and duality is part of that expansion of consciousness so back to the 2b with a 5d recognizing this and knowing how the passion the personality of what you just heard doesn't do anything good we can have a conversation about it oh yeah i'll get passionate you you just watch me get passionate right now i'm trying to share with you that is something you have complete control over if you want and control is the first step fyi You really want to move into the freedom of the soul, which means to be able and be colloquial, nice, respectful, and no, I'm sorry. I got upset at you and yelled at you or did whatever, which happens to me. So, well, only with my family members, like I've spelled out. The only other few times... It was made very clear to me that I would not be supported in what was taking place. And I took that and did the best I could. And you find me here today being able to say I did great. I did great on my own. And I'm thankful because I really did learn how to accept no. And everything that comes with the no of a threat or life threat body. I came to be able and accept that and grow something unique to try and pay more attention and the body information will help you guys if somebody is kind to you they're not threatened by whatever you're speaking the minute they start getting agitated is the minute they're threatened you you choose how you're going to spend your time the to be with 5d self-empowerment and enlightenment chooses to have an enjoyable conversation because they're not needing to prove their ego to society so society can label you the most weirdest type of human being on the face of this planet you're not going to go flaunting oh guess what i can do because you channel and or whatever it is that you tap into you actually stay grounded and move more towards conversations like a sad guru but not in the way you dress fyi not in in this uh closed only one subject matter only 10 subject matters only three there's no extreme for the person who's in an empowered place, there is hell oh, here's a bunch of different areas. Those flat earthers, man, I can see how smart they are. I can see why they've come together. So sad that they actually keep on denying the truth to themselves. But hey, you know that's on them. It's their life, not mine. It doesn't affect anything. It allows people to do whatever they're doing. The reality is, if others didn't think of other people's lives they wouldn't be in the mouths of other people they're only in our mouths for a reason they're a group stands out if they're in the mouth with respect this means that we acknowledge that they're here we're here and that's a-okay and to think that it's not a-okay that has a hint of arrogance and that is equal to an insecure ego because your nervous system's reacting that's all not because you're insecure in the sense of afraid because really like well that's not what I know I'm saying if you get agitated you're getting into a state you're not in your ventral vagal state here I'll spell that one out so you're not in your third eye prefrontal cortex with the absence of your own ego self suffering and judgment no you're very much in your own idea of fear and reality so how did you gain control how did you start deciding that you were going to be okay all of that has a lot of different ways that it looks for people so the sleep of death is therefore empowering to finish up with the shakespeare let's see if there's anything more interesting to read from here Uh, we read that that living is a passive state dying is an active state because obviously living you are subject to external situations which is what an insecure body feels like the ventral vagal state doesn't feel that way and they're using their prefrontal cortex they're in compassion they're in equanimity. They're talking themselves through. They're not reacting in any way, shape, or form. They're here. I'm being triggered. Something hurts really bad. Like, really bad. I'm really sad. I'm really angry. I'm really this. You're speaking it. You're not using it against. You're not reflecting the emotion against another human being. You're speaking it to different things and not to get into an argument, not to prove a point. You actually I to want, I want us to talk. Can we talk? Can we please talk? I just want to talk. Okay? But when they say no, I'm letting you know. Anytime it's a no, stop pushing. Stop pushing and start trying to understand to the degree of, okay, so you don't want to talk. Fine. Let's not talk. But you're choosing. The more clear, and there's no reason, the only reason people are not clear with their opinions is because they're not ready to stand up them and by stand up i don't mean fight when the ambivalent attachment friend came to me and started their arguing they were pointing fingers the entire time at me which cornered me into saying obviously i don't meet your demands but it wasn't even cornered is the truth of the matter there's a difference if i'm saying okay, I'm presenting to you this. You're telling me it's not true. I'm presenting to you this. You're telling me it's not true. I'm presenting to you this. You're telling me it's not true. But all along the lines, you're not having an open conversation about it with me. Hmm. Let me think about this. Here's one brick, another brick, another brick, a third brick, a fourth brick. I'm pretty sure that this is very clearly us building a brick wall. Again, It's clear because there's not an open dialogue that ends in a, okay, we can agree to disagree. And these are the differences that we find. Okay, so based on these differences, this is the recalibration and the transformation of that interaction. So the passive state of living is not something that has to be. It's because people don't recognize that reaction, the lack of predictability, the nervous system, the limbic system that is engaged, those overwhelming feelings, we are getting into our natural default network. Until the age of seven years old, we're in our theta brainwave state. That's the subconscious. So when people talk about upgrades, DNA, all that stuff in the ascension community, guys, you go to a psychiatrist, you choose to do personal development, they'll help you. The updated guys though, the ones that do somatic experiential and cognitive, not just the ones that have you speak out of your mouth they're not helping you to unlearn anything from your nervous system they don't even have the polyvagal theory guy in their mind they're like the ones who are saying oh i'm gonna give you the way to get underneath the skin of the narcissist yeah that's not a grown-up talking to you that's a person who's still hurt you're not learning to be 5d from that person and i am quite okay with taking off the compassion hat because if there's anything that is going to perpetuate your own hurt is you staying in a space of thinking that you have the right to hurt somebody else or label somebody else versus acknowledge your grief the dr tara the african tribal saying see when you get passionate that's what happens your brain you start needing to slow down so you can spell out words vengeance is a lazy form of grief our primary emotions if they get dealt with you don't have shame you don't have guilt you don't have blame you don't ruminate on the same thoughts over and over and over again there's no hamster wheel there is no passivity because you're knowing what you're feeling and you're speaking it this is requiring to not be afraid and or feel uneasy with confrontation which most people instead do the blaming oneself there's a way that you do it because you acknowledge from the now okay i did x y and z this was silly because i should have done x b and d moving forward i'm going to do x b and d it's not pointing a finger and saying you are the blame you are the fault of my hurt i hate you you did this you that's not talking that's people creating reasons for why they're not going to become grown-ups and most people that stay into the adaptive child response are In fact, in charge states. This is not where we're at. The inner growth mindset leads you to get, at the very least, to the visibility of functional adulthood. Then you get to choose. Those who stay on the path, they choose 5D, self-empowerment with enlightenment. So what that looks like is that the sleep of death is not empowering. You actually acknowledge that amnesia spirituality that Kurt talks about. So no, nobody who's awakened to their own... 5d state would in any way shape or form feel that they did not belong here in fact it's the 4d people who still relate to existence with a heavy weight it's because they're not working with their emotional body the nervous system their own mindset and their own way of feeling that life is out of their control and so they're in their mammalian heritage they want to belong they feel alone they feel tired their nervous system is completely engaged in all of this There's reasons why there are these individuals out there and with the information they have today, they can help people. Not the traditional ones who don't believe in the secure attachment or the attachment theory in and of itself. Not with the ones who still think of narcissists and spell them out as these evil human beings and have no presentation in their mind of the polyvagal theory. And I'm using these names, so anybody who doesn't tune in again, go buy the books, start reading. Dr. Bezel van der Kolk, The Body Keeps the Score. Go buy the Polyvagal Theory Doctor's book. Go look up the attachment theory. Go to nicabm.com. Start getting educated on trauma and physiology. But keep Dr. Bezel van der Kolk and this Polyvagal Theory Doctor in your mind because there's plenty of others that are not embracing. Again, the polyvagal is very important. They're the ones who talk to you about bottom up you'll find others who still have their lovely opinions because they're refusing to accept new pieces of information because that disproves whatever hurt they still have stored that instead of bringing peace and becoming grown-ups but no that that guy he's being a fucking asshole he's not deserving to live he should die I don't know what you're talking about, but I have a right to say that this is the truth. Even though I got a scientist right here who's showing me, thanks to machines that exist today, what's happening to the nervous system of this human being. Or that their genes turn off, the oxytocin gene turns off in a specific non-conducive environment. Oh, I'm sorry, I still have a right to call the black, dark aura of the person uh, a vampire or whatever it is that people like to name other people. Same thing goes for a person who starts talking about divine timing and or consistently labeling us only in the holographic principle. Only in this, we're a technology. Any extreme is your indication, guys, that you're looking to belong. And and I am meaning this. You are the essence of life that you are, you are the seeker when you're open. Like when Siddh Guru says, now I, for example, can relate to, remember there was one of his quotes that alone said, we are only a speck of dust. And, I, and I've said to you guys, we're more than just that. Because the part of feeling the essence of life that you are is something amazing. So you're not going to consider anything a speck of dust. You're not going to consider you small. You're not going to consider the universe small. But he's making that quote. actually I should say and so because I hadn't had it ever heard in context it was being related in a physical sense that he was saying bow down to everything else and so I took that quote the same way when they say bow down to God or Jesus this is making a servitude this is not an empowering message okay but When I relate to it, to us marrying consciousness in its infinity, so being able to accept that we don't know and never will the chicken or the egg to be becomes that infinite. And it isn't a battle between dark and light, it's actually acknowledging that there is no light. When you are in the awareness of The fact that duality exists to give you free will. To give you a choice. Are you going to be kind when you're being basically attacked or not? And not physically. Emotionally. We had the medieval times. We're past that. Right now we have 5D coming for a reason. The technology gives the scientists the ability to see that evil doesn't exist in the way that our storylines told us. And this is why When we review anything from the past, from this, you'll always see the common theme, teaching humanity how to love. We're one big ball of energy, man, and that's what we are, without thinking of what came first or not, with the holographic principle in mind, but moving beyond just the theory and actually being it. This is why I bring together the human spiritual elements anytime I'm hearing somebody start to talk about us as technology or divine timing or even just alone creator is the moment they've disengaged from remembering that we're simply like the air it is to be it has no beginning it has no end life and consciousness this is why time doesn't exist and the uh, moment you gain this visibility. So yes, you're a small speck of information. I'm a small speck of information. Sadhguru's a small speck of information. Kurt's a small speck. Greg Braden, Dr. Joe Dispenza, all the psychoeducators, we're all those islands and we're part of a big ocean. You find your own to be and you watch every piece of information as it comes to you enrich the experience. And the respect for every life form that doesn't choose that because it's too scary it's too scary because it is because it's uh, anytime you're being faced a moment of expansion to be this that I just described it is actually acknowledging everything and nothing and one of the ladies in one of Sadhguru's speaking engagements, as he's talking about the darkness that they present to uh, yoga students, she says, You're scaring us. And I could hear from her voice the fear. And I've heard that by more than one person. And it's not a fear in a way of afraid, it's a sadness of, I, I really want to know if I after death do i live do i die i don't laugh because it's funny but as a child and i told you the story before but it's important to share it again i would wake up from sleep and be so sad because i was like if death is this then this is darkness and my heart would be sad not because i wanted to live in this material way that most people think is because i would not be able to remember my loved ones and so thinking of their being that have the way that they tell you as a kid that you would be with your loved ones made me obviously very happy (laughs) then oh man i grew up and obviously uh realizing at a certain point that "Mm, no you forget you actually forget right that's that 4d so a lot of people stay in this place and uh luckily for me I got to go beyond that place and so I'm here being able to share with you the other end of the coin and also say you don't have to actually go through emotional pain guys the reason we go through heartbreak is because of the societal mammalian heritage and our nervous system and all of the things we talk about so here the poem is accurate let me finish reading life is a lack of power the living are at the mercy of the blows of outrageous fortune the only action one can take against the things he lists among those blow is to end one's life that's the only way of opposing them the quote-unquote sleep of death is therefore empowering killing oneself is a way of taking action taking up arms opposing and defeating the slings and arrows of outrageous fortunes living is a passive state dying is an active state but in order to reach the condition of death one has to take action in life charge fully armed against fortune so the whole proposition is circular and hopeless because one does not really have the power of action in life i'm going to finish reading what um, this shakespeare interpretation is Death is something desirable devoutly to be wished a consummation a perfect closure it's nothing more than a sleep but there's a catch, with which Hamlet calls a rub, okay? A quote-unquote rub is a bowls term, meaning an obstacle, on the bowls bowls B-O-W-L-S, on the bowls lawn that diverts the bowel. So the fear of the life hereafter is the obstacle that makes us pause and perhaps change the direction of our thinking. We don't control our dreams, so what dreams may come in that sleep in which we have shuffled off, all the fuss and bother of life okay so he's continuing to describe he uses the term mortal coil which is an elizabethan word for a big fuss such as there may be in the preparations for party or wedding a lot of things going on and a lot of rushing about with that thought hamlet stops to reconsider what will happen when we have discarded all the hustle and bustle of life problem with the proposition is that the sleep of death is unknown and could be worse than life okay and now hamlet reflects on a final end a quote-unquote quietus is a legal word meaning a final definitive end to an argument he opposes this latin word against the celtic quote-unquote sweating and quote-unquote grunting of a living person as an arab beneath an overwhelmingly heavy load Fardil, the load carried by camel i'm reading guys word for word okay who would bear that when he could just draw a line under life with something as simple as knitting needle a bodkin question mark it is quite a big thought and it is fascinating that this enormous act drawing a line under life can be done with something as simple as a knitting needle and how easy that seems hamlet now lets his imagination wander on the subject of the voyages of discovery and exploration exploratory expeditions dying is like crossing the border between known and unknown geography one is likely to be lost in that unmapped place from which one would never return the implication is that there may be unimagined horrors in that land hamlet now seems to make a decision he makes the profound judgment that conscience does make cowards of us all okay so he makes the profound judgment that quote-unquote conscience does make cowards of us all quote-unquote ended this sentence is probably the most important one in the soliloquy there is a religious dimension to it as it is a sin to take one's life so with that added dimension the fear of the unknown after death is intensified but there's more to it than that it is not just about killing himself but also about the mission he is on to avenge his father's death by killing his father's murderer throughout the action of the play he makes excuses for not killing him and turns away when he has the chance and says conscious does make cowards of us all quote unquote convention demands that he kill claudius but murder is a sin and that conflict is the core of the play at the end of the soliloquy he pulls himself out himself out of this reflective mode by deciding that too much thinking about it is the thing that will prevent the action he has to rise to this is not entirely a moment of possible suicide it's not that he is contemplating suicide as much as reflecting on life and we find that theme all through the text in this soliloquy life is burdensome and devoid of power in another it is wary stale flat and unprofitable like a garden overrun with weeds in this soliloquy hamlet gives a list of all the things that annoy him about life the whips and scorns of time the oppressor's wrong the proud man's contumely the pangs of despised love the laws delay blah blah but there is a sense of agonized frustration in the soliloquy that however bad life is we are prevented from doing anything about it by fear of the unknown now here's the part about the fear of the unknown our nervous system the lack of predictability and remember when i was telling you this person i was talking about religion with says you know all the religions really point to love and expanding consciousness which is essentially where when he talks about suicide becoming a sin, as well as killing somebody's sin, when we look at those religions, they're trying to share the wisdom of oneness. But obviously, in that time, they were called sin, which is now translated to morality and code and laws of ethics. And people use these things. Let's look at the fact that there is the word coward with conscious. Okay. And there's also the person blaming judging sense of guilt but i don't want to commit a murder so all of this if you're empowered you actually realize the coexistence and it looks very different this is where person who's in this space and may contemplate those emotions with the level of suffering okay guys that is where you're still in the space of duality without acknowledging your own nervous systems immediate already in that inclined defense mode response societal engagement i'll use me as the example when i read one of my first psychology books those regular listeners you know i made a very specific prayer and this was to god and it is that i did not believe in evil and that even if that meant me going to hell that that would be okay because i actually now know thanks to psychology why people hurt people because they're hurt so with what courage would I actually deem that there's no there's no way like that's an actual against what Jesus speaks turn the other cheek forgive them for they do not know so this was made clear in a way but I was also clearly told to me by those who practice in the churches and doesn't matter if they're Christian or not anyone who still speaks to me with their rule book doesn't even have to be religion can be somebody who's telling me why that person should be on the uh, death chair anyone who tells me they think they have a right i'll use the flat earthers whenever somebody will say intellectually speaking they think they have a right to say these people should not they're stupid very simple no one's stupid they have an actual way that they think And if you actually listened, you would know why. One, because you'd be paying attention to how they're adding up their one plus one. And really what you would understand is that beneath the surface is a person, a group of people that didn't belong. And this is what's made most clear. All of the people were rejected one way, shape, or form. They're one we group of many different we groups. And even the mass that is the average is still a we group because if we had less we groups, we'd have more people that are like said guru and the empowered people who talk about humanity, like our community with compassion. And this is why there's no wiggle room here for people who don't want to hold compassion for every human being on the face of this planet. We don't take sides. The conversations don't need me. And I try to spell it out so that you don't waste your time with conversations that are not of your interest or with a mindset that is really not something you're going to pursue i do know obviously that every person will be able to take away that which their consciousness is ready to understand and i am always going to be here providing guidance mentorship whatever term you prefer using with the love unconditionally you with your flaws and imperfections and all other people and coexist and respect respect means not only actual physical life of every human being on the face of this planet it also means the laws it also means each other and it means to be able and be functional adults and grow up and speak things not attack not point fingers not blame i would do a disservice if i allowed you to leave here thinking of being able to cast a stone on any other human being functional adults don't cast stones at the very least i can get you to equanimity a little bit and so from your prefrontal cortex to acknowledge your own grief your own grief was to be as a kid i woke up from those dreams three or four times before i actually was able to walk myself to a place of neutrality thanks to the heaven hell all that stuff and really embracing love if anything but there is a specific marcus aurelius quote that got me out of the emotion that would follow these dreams or these actually aren't dreams waking up and feeling sad about that Uh, and his quote was I don't remember it specifically anymore, but it was something about why waste time in a state of emotion when you have life now. You don't have it tomorrow. Like, what are you doing? You don't have control over how people are gonna treat you or anything that you don't have control over. And that's a very important step for any one of you. It's always about, are you ready to know that the emotions you feel, they're yours? This is, the, this is why I tell you about the nervous system and the mammalian heritage. You're not having to stay in this quote-unquote monkey brain, which is what others term it, or as a Dr. Joe Dispenza says, that you, are, you don't want to get out of the drama of feeling feelings. Or other people have told me that too. And I say, don't say that. You're not actually choosing to be subject to their limbic system. There is a default network that was established as an infant and then that they built upon every one of us i'm included difference is for me it's like well i have my heart in mine, in my hands right here i don't need another person to make me feel loved i can do this and i was taught how by the for me jesus and god by honing into that unconditional love and sense of compassion as long as I treated others kindly. So the sins were spelled out, and to this day they're the same. See, people will justify, let's say, doing something that is not right, versus take empowerment and say, I was cornered in the sense of acknowledging your own reactiveness. There are things that every person has done that could be considered right the skeleton in the claw i don't. Have, i have them i have no i have no shame or or you know i always think if one day ever certain things come up you know, one of the ways i talk to my empowered peeps about this <laughs> and i say well i actually practice to be in a state of neutrality it makes me think of that full-blown narcissist i think i shared in part two a little bit or maybe it was just in the channel of guidance but the minute that they could look me straight in the eyes, and there was not one inch within their body, of, of remorse. Nothing. Nothing. Because they, there wasn't any anger either. Though, there wasn't any. I've had people, I've had people do vengeance. It wasn't very. I wasn't, very happy. It, it really made me sad, that day. Um, but I also knew immediately vengeance is a lazy form of grief it's not even about lazy it's actually that deep of hurt it's very fascinating when you are in neutrality and not judging vengeance as something evil medieval so the body doesn't feel threatened by the act guys But to be here, you must not be in a 4D. Those who are in 4D, and there are empaths that I know, they relate to these situations. They have a lot of different terms they would use to describe those situations and ruminate within their own brain, by the way. Because instead of committing to the unconditional love and the ventral vagal state, they stay in the duality that their ego self, the mind, is presenting to them. Because the act has been done, obviously so that's the part of physical you don't transcend it spirituality is us transcending the physical remember that part for those who regularly tune in and if you were always in a 5d body then that means you've always been inclined to be in complete love unconditionally so that day when and let's see i know it's happened once for sure because it, it was so there um if it's happened before again it's always followed with love because that's um, that's the natural response excuse me my friends sometimes have asked don't you get angry don't you get no I actually get sad <laughs> I don't get angry um, it breaks that heart but not in a way of they did something here's that difference for those again who tune in regularly you actually. Get sad. It's a, it stays as a primary emotion. You're not hyper, you're not hypo, so you're not engaged in an angry or anxious way. You're not engaged in a numb way where you dissociate like pure, pure. If there's one moment where you've allowed grief to take place and it's purity you can go ahead and imagine that so you're in that moment but see with the awakening and connecting to infinite not a god not a consciousness not an entity not you as a technology not you as anything except for the essence of life that you are not even you relating to the ocean or islands so this is for my regular community that's been following especially the channeled guidance pay attention to this and then allow yourself to allow nothingness to be a part of your thought in the sense of just grief not even the nervous system transcend the body heart and mind and allow yourself to know that you're experiencing a moment of life and i really pray and hope i really pray and hope that this supports any of you if you're ever to be found in a position of what i'm thinking of and i've told you guys about these moments more than once but i'm not repeating them again because i don't want to give the very specifics if i give that that gives you a shape and then it gives you a framework and a framework that is judged by other people it's kind of like with the flat earthers people are completely unwilling to see that they represent no harm and in fact to feel compassion because all of those people were rejected by somebody and they found a community that they could relate to it's like my 40 people i know why they're in the way that they're in and i try to help them to move beyond because it's more empowering to be able and be in a state of compassion but yeah when that when this these situations took place it's because of my relating to god not as an entity nor spirituality as something to be achieved as others when they're following a sad guru or any guru they're using their ego to follow it meaning oh they're telling me how to be enlightened when i say to you enlightenment and the 5d self-empowered enlightened it's an actual physiological state that i'm describing and that's why i integrate always the body element it's you in a ventral vagal state using your prefrontal cortex to walk yourself through so you're able to do the rhythmic breathing that keeps you in the presence of now you allow yourself to know you're going through an emotional moment and wow those moments they were definitely i didn't even think i would ever be in those but that's exactly why uh, it makes complete sense for those who understand the whole oversoul thing and we've talked about this we do as our own piece of life choose exactly how we're going to remember everything and everything only means one thing love pure love the state of pure love the state of oneness the state of you in whatever is the most amazing time if it's with the person that's fine if it's with a situation but that moment where you are in ecstasy nothing can hurt you you're free you're your love like it's just this amazing moment that has it's tori over and over and over again but it's like from your being it has no shape though and as long as you keep thinking in that moment of grief that's why you're not disengaging from the mammalian heritage this is that engagement the fear the powerlessness that he, That's the Hamlet thing talks about. It is not something that was for me challenging, but I can tell you it was very, very deep and interesting. And this is why I would not and don't wish that or why I'm actually happy that there's like podcasts like this one and people that have gone through certain experiences, a sad guru, the psychiatrist with their technology and information, because any person who goes through anything similar has plenty of tools around them now here's the caveat only you can actually be the one who says and recognizes as tara points out in a state of blame guilt shame in any of those secondary emotions, vengeance okay so if you're ignoring that you're suffering and you're using excuses or things to keep battle format versus tending solely tending so it's about like when if you were talking to a kid where you would say it's not your fault it's okay come here let me hug you it's the same thing not even thinking of you as an inner child that needs healing this is why no identifying you're living an actual moment a moment that is important that is emotional to not have why not why to be with that there is no egg first last chicken not chicken nothing The minute you can allow you to say you know i think i'm gonna try that out and then obviously every time you're going towards the thing that is in the belief wait a minute no this is not this is me looking for a way to feel safe it's the minute you're facing the unknown that you say hey mind yes this is unknown This is unwanted, this is unexpected, this is very painful, (laughs) it's very sad, but it's not life-threatening. So let's breathe and love and sit here and do other things. Let's not ruminate. The Rumination comes from blame, guilt, faults. It's a child who's simply saying, If only I had done this. This is that part of control. This is part of the lack of predictability, the not awareness. And this is why people who are in the 4D continue to think they're different. And some, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. They don't work with their actual emotional body and they start pointing fingers at who's to blame, what's to blame. And obviously, they're going to find a lot of different things that they can connect to. And FYI, I don't know if I'm going to make the part three a one part or separate it into two. I'll decide at a certain point, depends on what timing I see when I end up stopping the example that I'm trying to close up with. And it is something that I hope you can sit with. And I say hope because I do know what it means for a person to find themselves in this level of situation but I also know what it means to be able and sit with a constant compassion it's a simple choice of it's not about you thinking that you have to meditate and it's not about you thinking you have to go at it with the psychoeducation okay it's actually about you very simply knowing you are a person you do have an ego self and there is this nervous system you don't even have to think about consciousness soul any of that when things happen that are not known they're that they're not known when things happen from a small scale to big scale now the human mind we are secondary and primary consciousness the why exists the why is followed by a feeling of i wish i knew that feeling, if it's in a place of sadness, it's called grief and sadness, and that's the primary emotion. And that won't change, which is why we all have only adaptive child emotional responses until we are allowing charged states, until you're allowing yourself to be unkind, to be angry, to be in any of those emotional states, versus I'm grieving, I'm upset, I'm scared, I'm this, I'm that, let me walk myself through it, no blame, no fault, no person, not you, not them, nothing this is the zero of the ego self that every person can achieve you don't even need to think about the ocean yet okay that moment is the moment where if it's that deep and i'm seriously let's just pretend your best buddy the, the person that you never expected would, okay and it's something completely like you'd be like slapped by by behind and they'd throw you over like that type of like what no that when life sends you that that's the biggest moment and most people as i said guru says they choose it's not that they choose there's so much society around you it's kind of hard not to find one wee group again flat earthers man they got each other they're one example of many and the majority the mass is still a perfect example because they have the ability to actually look at another group and they might think that they are better than the other group any wiggle room is not the zero point the zero point is when you are an ego self that is completely empowered you now have visibility of the 5d state of consciousness and you have the choice of enlightenment which is to move beyond your personality and it is to be in uh, neutrality and to go from equanimity to compassion from your ventral vagal state so your mind and body all of it and it is in the moment where that thing happens and again i pray that this will be the only podcast you need to be able and in any moment that would be remotely close to that be able to say okay here it is not have a god not have a you know i'm a technology not have i'm going to be a guru i'm going to be a leader i'm not have anything in there no this happened to me because i did this no the actual thing life happens as i love one of the psychologists says you know life happens we all feel we're special we all feel it only happens to us now let me take a breather and get to a state of compassion with that thing fyi because some people they'll acknowledge this but then they don't actually grow the isness of life because they don't transcend the cliche sentence ah people are assholes ah life is hard they stay in that this is a this is an intermediate level a little bit of advanced of the inner growth mindset but you actually have not entered 5d state because you're only allowing yourself to be in a harmony with the grief not get to the isness the isness is where you allow yourself to become disengaged from the information so samadhi mahasamadhi you can live satori many many moments this is where you're actually always in more of the dharma because that karma every action is accompanied by your thoughts your emotions your energy in the enlightenment map of consciousness so to be to you is to be the essence of life that you are with the personality with humanity with the part of suffering and it's not seen as horrendous not horrendous at a certain point you are able to be a constant connection with your nervous system so anything that is unpredictable unexpected unwanted doesn't matter what it is or what's happening it's not defined as good or bad it's defined as a moment of life that equals emotions and thoughts because you're a human being this is not good or bad because the nervous system is always in a ventral vagal so those primary emotions wow i'm really sad you know like wow this is really excruciating right now like oh my gosh i'm going through this moment of what's happening like the actual feeling because you're feeling the chest being basically stepped on by this elephant but you're not saying this is a horrible thing you're not labeling a person or situation you're actually like shit, this is really wow what's going on here and you're just focusing on your moment and trying to get yourself to a state of... So again, it's when those buttons are pushed. They don't have to be. And as somebody who's always participated, believe me when I say they really don't have to be that hard. Because if you pay attention to your emotion, you are there right in the moment. But to tend to the emotion means you choose to be kind, respectful, to disengage, to speak up, not to fight, to speak truth, to be vulnerable, to be a person that is proud to be you and that equals the emotional response as well. So it's a combination of inner growth in the moment, the conflict quote unquote. It's not a conflict to those who achieve the advanced place of the inner growth program and beyond. Obviously for the beginners and intermediate, they'll those of you who have seen the main modules. They come at you with different, it's the same exercises, the same lessons, but it's this different perspective. Because again, beginning is just starting to follow your heart, intermediate is you, you're going to find those wounds. It's more of the perfectionist adaptive child response. The advanced is the beginning of functional adulthood. And then we get to move forward with, I have like a teleseminar that you could use because that's when I first got a hold of the Dr. Bezel van stuff even though I'm thinking I want to maybe make that into a mini course I, I still need to find time but in the meantime we have the podcast to venture off into more aspects and then eventually if I do create other courses they'll keep all of a bunch of different things in mind but to be for all moments in time is always going to be something that is you participating you're never passive because life you understand that yes it is unpredictable there are these unexpected situations at hand but you get to work with your emotions because they're in your body and they're with your mind and you are simply doing what the compassion training experts do with their patients you are rhythmically breathing so calming the sympathetic and nervous the whole nervous system so when we're breathing in sympathetic nervous system is activated when we breathe out our parasympathetic nervous system is activated the rhythmic breathing example is a five second inhale six second exhale furthermore you're allowing yourself not to ruminate but to okay i'm feeling upset i'm feeling vengeful i'm feeling angry i'm feeling this okay ego self what are we looking for and you really are just walking yourself through the feeling and That's about it you're not taking in who should do what or not do what if you do that you are playing the ego comparison what you want to do is just pinpoint the grief the hurt and reassure so like your parent would hug you but this is where you're hugging you by choosing not to take a side that's why you become the adult you start learning the skill of everybody has trauma everybody has choices So person's treating me this way, I get to choose. Do I want to keep hanging out or not? And you will speak a truth with calmness if you've chosen to be the 5D self-empowered enlightened person because otherwise you're going to be just as much charged as the other. This doesn't mean you don't get charged. It means you commit to trying to express your emotions, to have an actual conversation so you recognize what it means to blame and you stop doing that. As you recognize that we all have ego the functional adult knows that they're coming at a conversation from their own ego if i'm going to start talking to you it's because i have something to say ego period it's not better or worse i have an ego too yes i do we all do this is the one thing people usually don't do and so they stay in their temporal junction and while they're contemplating they're fusing with suffering they're looking at things with duality if you're comparing if you're thinking what the other should do or what you should do you're not actually working through your grief or your situation and you're not acknowledging your part in the matter with complete neutrality it's not because you need to say ego get away or not no that's the whole point it's to acknowledge that the you personality is part of the equation and it's to be able and present it because why not we all have one why shouldn't I say to people andor situations, this is how I'm feeling right now? And I know it's personal, and it may not be you, but to be able and talk is a choice of you choosing how to conduct yourself. And that's the minute you're gonna stop staying stuck in your temporal junction and allow yourself to defend your charge state and simply relate to wait a minute, when I'm getting anxious, angry, these are my emotions, they are connected to my mammalian heritage, the need to belong, to my ego self, to my nervous system why i love talking to you guys about it with the body element this is the inner growth mindset applied spirituality is an added bonus so the heart the heart which is consciousness is an added bonus it gets there eventually first of all it's about being yourself loving unconditionally you and others with flaws and imperfections and being able to say hey i'm fucking pissed right now believe me when i tell you i've had the most interesting of discussions with loved ones and we always come back together and talk about them because that's what soul bonds will always do. They'll be able to talk about, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, can we can we chat? You know, and, and, and make up and then have a laugh about it. My one friend, the five years after I hadn't talked to him, one word, he tried, and believe me when I say he tried, And I said, nothing. And his ex at the time even said, you're being childish. And I said, whatever, I don't care. (laughs) But the minute, and I knew he needed me, but the minute he did write, hey, this is what's happening was the minute I said, okay, let's meet up. And I meant it as I did share with him what happened and why I didn't speak to him. And ever since then, our bond's grown that much stronger. Unconditional love is not us telling each other what to be. So here's for those of you who are in the community long-term. As Sadhguru points out, love is about you losing yourself in relationships. Love is about they do what they want to do. You want your loved ones to be happy. It doesn't matter what they've done or not done, quote-unquote the functional adults you know that their unkind behavior equals threat or life threat period that's it they're your relationships you know who these people are the entire planet is that too by the way but like i said that's actually easier than uh when it's touching home your own body at least it is for the 5d body i've always loved humanity The only reason you guys still hear a passion in my voice is because I've been told time and time again since I was little that I shouldn't unconditionally love humanity. That they're wrong here, they're wrong there. And that's, I got used to defending my position. My family still gets the worst of it. but I'm learning to be a functional adult with them too. So our loved ones, they are the most amazing gift. And actually, if anything, you guys can hear it, the community. Your enemy, quote-unquote, is the biggest gift. But it is only if you actually get to the place of seeing that they're not your enemy. I always think of that Jesus and Judah tidbit of information from this one documentary that I came across. And I don't remember it. It was on National Geographic. And they tell about how Judah was there's a scripture somewhere that is speculating or saying that judah was told by jesus you have to betray me you have to do this thing and when i heard that i said you know i actually think this is the truth because it makes a lot of sense because because when you're 5d again you're connected to that oneness you know what duality is you're not in the 4d station you know what it means to have to have separateness consciousness participating again there is no beginning or end it's a trick question the whole chicken egg thing and people will continue battling about it versus seeing the truth and that's where i'll leave it at that so you realize that all seven billion people plus anything that lives you're a small speck of this big cosmos and you are in that isness and participating to the best of your ability in every day to leave the earth and your loved ones with love unconditional and growth whatever that means to you but to participate in in building a world for future generations that helps them to be the to be that they feel they are in this 5d self-empowered enlightened way so, looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences on the topic call on in on anchor or leave a voice message and we'll be back again with another topic at some other point again this might be divided into two but it might not and so if it won't be you'll be hearing uh, about the next topic tomorrow lots of hugs